Day 5. Evolution. The map opens up and there's a new destination. Chinatown. Click on it and we are immediately transported there. We are looking from the bottom of a street up. There are two pillars signifying the entrance. All the shops are closed up. Moving up the street, the camera switches viewpoints several times. At the end of the street is Maida and he's looking down an open manhole cover. He calls Air over, saying it's here. She is puzzled, but he continues his talk, saying it looks like rotten meat. She tells him, I'm going down to have a look. Notify Daniel for me. He says, yes, but wait, take this good luck charm. And he gives her the charm Narita. With nowhere else to go, Air climbs down the ladder, and she is now back exploring the sewers. But they're different than before. There is less water and a walkway to keep her out of the soiled water. The next few screens are a set of crossroads. Taking the wrong one will lead you to a dead end, however, it will have some items. If you move on down through the crossroads, eventually you will come across the way out. And it's a water collection area. Air enters the area and the water is collecting into a waterfall and is very loud, almost deafening. She moves through, and at the end is a ladder to go up to the catwalks. The walls are now covered in the same gel-like substance that we've seen previously at the park. As we get to the end of the catwalk, the camera switches and we're looking at a large vat covered in gel. Air stops and says, I think this is the audience from Central Park. As we move on a short distance, the game turns to FMV. The gel starts to leak out of the vat, and collects on the floor below the catwalk. It gets larger and larger, rising up to meet air. As it approaches her, it suddenly drops again back into the water. We're brought back to the game and air talks to herself. I need to get the slime out of the reservoir before it infects the city. Carrying on forward, moving up through the stairs, we go through an airlock into a control room. Using the panel, she talks to herself a bit more saying I could move the slime in the reservoir by using this control panel. She interacts and turns it on, which causes the system to hum. Using the pumps, the next CG scene then shows the gel getting pumped through the system. The slime collects as then it moves as one entity, hitting the sewer roof and causing a collapse. Leaving the control room by a different door, she's in the area where the roof collapsed. Having pumped the water and all the gel away, she can cross over. This takes her to some stairs and up and out of the system to the subway. Air follows the tracks, fighting more enemies as she goes. This progresses through several screens until she gets onto Brooklyn Bridge. On the bridge, she comes across a dead police officer with a gate key on him. The camera then pans up, looking from the bridge. Air exclaims, the museum. She turns around and moves back to the subway. The game then prompts us to put in disc two. Moving back down the tracks, Air gets onto the station platform and uses the key to leave via a locked gate. We're then taken onto the map screen, where we go straight to the museum. Air gets to the museum and moves inside. As she does, she sees someone in a lab coat. She shouts at them, but they run off. Air gives chase to this person. 
Moving through various displays and rooms, she catches another glimpse of the scientist. It looks like Clamp. She shouts, hey, but he shuts the door and continues his escape. She runs through the room to follow, but finds the door is locked and has to backtrack to the main hall to find a different way to go. This time, moving in another direction, she has to go through various exhibits, the rainforest and into a desert-type exhibit. At the end of this room is a huge scorpion. She says to herself, someone obviously doesn't want me to get through this area. A fight with the scorpion takes place, but by now, it is battle-hardened and well-equipped to deal with the beast, and it's unable to match her. She quickly defeats it and pushes forward. She moves through more rooms and more exhibits, and obviously fights more monsters. Till she gets to one which looks like a dead end. It has the statues of giant heads. Just as she turns around to walk away, there's a crash and part of the ceiling comes down. She backtracks and moves through the second floor via the stairs in the previous hall. Exploring, she finds no other ways to go and all the doors are locked apart from the fire escape. She moves through the door and uses the ladders on the external side of the building to traverse up. On the third floor, she's back on the trail of Clamp. However, it's very large and she starts to explore the area looking for the way forward. When she gets to a central area, suddenly a pterodactyl, which has been brought back to life, rushes and attacks air. It's a swift battle and she moves around the museum to the room just where the pterodactyl was. She's able to use the hole in the glass that the beast has made when it escaped and attacked her. She climbs out and states that she must be very careful. She starts to shimmy around the ledge and the camera is now in a fixed position and shows us the partial head of a T-Rex on the ground floor, something to keep an eye on. Air looks at the floor below and sees the glass is also broken there. She lowers herself off the ledge and drops down to the floor below. She climbs back through this other hole in the glass and is immediately attacked by another pterodactyl. Upon defeating this beast, she moves out of this display and through the corridors and eventually arrives at the security office. When entering the room, she asks herself where the alarm is. The alarm is on the right-hand side of the CCTV panel where Air deactivates it. Looking at the CCTV monitors, she spots Eve. She is surrounded by red webbing. Her appearance has changed and she is clearly pregnant, presumably with the ultimate being. Air questions where is that room, but upon re-interacting with the CCTV monitors, she states it's on the fourth floor. Air leaves the office. As she does, we get a CG cutscene. The camera looks over the balcony at the T-Rex. The slime then approaches the T-Rex, covering its bones, starting to act like flesh. The bones begin to move, and the T-Rex roars. We go back to Air, who says, I can't believe it. So that's how she controls inanimate objects. Of all the things, she's crazy. Air then runs back through the museum towards Clamp's office, and she now sees the door is ajar. She says to herself, someone's in there. Running into the office, she points her weapon and states, Professor Clamp, don't move. Put your hands in the air where I can see them. Lowering her gun, she questions Mida. He replies, yes. There's something I wanted to see, and uh, there's something I wanted to give you. He also states he wants to test something, and then asks if he can put his arms down. Air questions him, saying, did he come here alone? He replies, no, Daniel came with me part of the way. Asking where he is, Mida replies, 
He went to look for something in the hospital and he should be on his way here soon. Maida then says, anyway, I've asked Wayne to make something back at the station and asked for her to use it. Air asks what it is, but she's told that he'll explain later. But he believes it will help the effect of Eve and the creatures she controls. And he hands her a gun called Maida's gun. He then goes back to the topic at hand, saying that he came across some findings. First of all, there was blood with Maya's name labelled on in the freezer. Air questions what this could mean. Maya tells her the research code was Eve. Air then jumps to saying that Eve really is, but Maya talks over her again, saying it appears to be made up of liver cells he was cultivating in the past. Air questions this, and Maya tells her he doesn't know, and there isn't any data left, but Dr. Clamp has been cultivating them for years. And it seems recently that he was conducting a research paper on artificial sperm for Eve. He wanted to exclude the mitochondria from the sperm and create a new one, with no parasites, only the nucleus. He took sperm he created here and moved it to the hospital. There, he would artificially inseminate those who would volunteer for the experiment. He realises this is what the HLA listing was for. Just then, Professor Clamp comes into the room. He says, you ordinary beings will never comprehend my level of research. Air raises a gun and points at a clamp. She states to the doctor that she's placing him under arrest as a ringleader of an operation. She then tells him this isn't something he'll get away with. She starts to read him his Miranda rights. However, he laughs at her, saying, you are pathetic, Brea. Why did you put yourself in the human domain by reciting meaningless laws? Clamp then walks slowly towards Air. She backs off to maintain distance. However, she runs out of room and Clamp closes in. He laughs at her again, saying, I guess you haven't told your little friends yet. Your mitochondria has special powers, doesn't it, Air? She lowers the firearm to her side. Clamp continues to laugh and says, but sadly, you still have the form of a human being, don't you? Air tells him he can say whatever he wants, but she's here to arrest him. He does, however, continue to talk. I'm not letting you interfere with Eve. You hear? Do you understand? Maida shouts for Air to look out, and Clamp raises his arm in the air and goes to stab her with something. However, Daniel comes in just in time and hits the doctor, knocking him out cold momentarily. Air thanks Daniel, saying that she didn't see the scalpel. He demands to know why Air didn't shoot. She could have been killed. She says it didn't really seem real. It felt more like... And before she finishes her sentence... Clamp starts to wake up. The scene changes camera angle and Clamp is put on a chair. They then start to interrogate him. Clamp says, Dollars to the rescue, huh? Officer Dollars, why didn't you shoot me? Daniel asks what he means and he says, I know you hate me. Daniel rubs him saying, What do you want to say? Of course I hate you because of you, Lorraine's. Clamp talks over him, Lorraine, so I see the boy managed to escape. Daniel gets angry telling him, I should have killed you way back, and someday you're going to pay for this. Air asks what he's planning to do. Again, Clamp laughs, saying you'll love this. I'm waiting for the birth of the ultimate being. The mitochondria is passed on from the mother. But you see, traces from the father can also be found in minute quantities. According to Eve, her sister in Japan was unable to attain her ultimate goal because of the father's side. The mitochondria there caused a rebellion. So for Eve to succeed this time, I have created sperm without male mitochondria DNA. The creation was a success. Eve is now pregnant with Melissa's body. 
Midech jumps in saying no. This can't be allowed. If the mitochondria is the base for the creature, it is bound to self-evolve. This is the case. It will begin to evolve and adapt to its environment. As soon as it's born, this quality ensures that it is indeed the ultimate being. Once it is born, there's no turning back. Daniel states that they need to go kill Eve, but Clamp laughs, saying, You humans are weak and stupid. You've been able to barge in here and do your things until now. Clamp stands up and puts his arms into the air. He continues to speak, but things are going to change. I won't let you interfere with Eve anymore. Daniel starts to question what he's talking about. Ea reacts fast and shouts to Daniel and Maida to run. She's going to blow the whole place up. She gestures at them and they don't hesitate to jump out of the window. Clamp then sets on fire and the screen turns white. He falls to the ground, still alive but burning. He states to Ea, I see. Your mitochondrial power doesn't allow you to burn. Why? Why do you stay here and try to save me? Ea tells him, first of all, I'm a cop and it's my job. And after all, I am human. Clamp laughs once again, saying, like I said, humans are pathetic. He then tells her there's a key in his pocket. We are now back in control of Ea and we leave the office. She heads back through the museum using Clamp's key. She walks through a dinosaur exhibition. Here, a dinosaur, a triceratops, comes back to life and it turns into a boss battle. And it's a very tough boss that takes a lot of damage to defeat. Once it's done, however, Air walks on through the room, but another creature appears, grabs Air, and jumps out of the window down to the first floor. She is okay, but she is back in the T-Rex room. Suddenly, the T-Rex appears on a floor above. It spots Air, roars, and jumps down. Now, this is an insanely tough and very long battle. But once defeated, Ea backtracks to the Triceratops room, and this time she is able to use the door at the other end. As she goes through, it turns into a cutscene. We see the museum, and everything starts to shake and fall down. Exhibits are falling off walls, and dinosaur bones are falling apart. As we get back to gameplay, we can see some visual evidence of the earthquake that's just happened. However, we still need to run back through the museum to track down Eve. Moving up the floor, getting closer, there is now gel everywhere, and when air runs through the area, it sounds like marshland. As she progresses through several rooms, she gets to a door and says to herself, Eve is on the other side. She moves through the door and sees Eve shouting her name. We move to more CG. The camera is looking at Eve, who looks almost ready to give birth. She looks at air and makes a shushing motion, all while we can hear some demonic noises. Back to the gameplay. Eve says, it's wonderful you made it this far. So are you going to congratulate me on this birth? Air demands to know what she's planning. But Eve tells her, perhaps you can answer that. Why do humans give birth? On to more CG. Air approaches Eve, and we hear noises again. However, Eve points her hands out somewhere, and we see outside... All of the gel from the park is now rapidly rising from the sewer and joins together to generate one big mass. It merges and shapes itself as a giant humanoid-like figure which attacks the museum, breaking the wall. This humanoid-like figure reaches inside and scoops up Eve and takes her away. Back outside the museum, Daniel and Myra are on the stairs. Air comes out the door and Daniel asks if she's okay. 
She says, you both made it out. Are you okay? And they say, yeah. We barely made it, though. Did you see that ugly mama? Yeah, tells them that was everyone from Central Park. And Daniel says, what? Then you sing Lorraine's part of that? He apologises to Daniel and he falls silent. Maida speaks up. Yes, it has become apparent to what medication Melissa had been taking. He asks what she was on and he tells her she was being administered immunosuppressants. He questions us asking why and what for. We fade to black. <laughs> 